Hello, this is Sherry from the Sherry K. Hoff Show. Welcome, everyone. And I want to encourage you to go to sherrykhoff.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-K-A-Y-E-H-O-F-F.com for some free gifts. And today I have a terrific guest with me. I'm so excited to introduce you to her. Nina Mandelson, M-A-N-B-C-H-W-C, is a body peace coach. She helps women and the war with food and body and finally feeling truly at home in their body, really at home. The kind of at home where you can run around naked and not worry about what is good enough or what others will think. The kind of good that allows you to feel ultimate freedom and body peace. Nina is also a certified psychology of eating teacher, nationally board certified holistic health coach, and certified body trust guide. She helps her clients move past the deprivation diet paradigm and into a compassionate and powerful way of eating and living, which creates deep, long-lasting change in partnership with their body. Nina works with individuals, groups, and writes body poems, all in service of helping women create a respectful and nourishing relationship with their body. Learn more at ninamandelson.com. That's N-I-N-A-M-A-N-O-L-S-O-N.com. Welcome, Nina. I'm so excited you're here. Oh, Sherry, I am delighted to be here. Oh, I just, when I think about all that you do and you know, having daughters and, and, you know, obviously being a woman myself, the issue of body peace, sometimes it seems like it's a lifelong thing. So what really is body peace? So first of all, I want to say it is a lifelong thing because we are in relationship with our body, our whole life, right? Like literally this is the longest relationship we will have in our life. We're born into this body and we die in this body. So when people were like, like, but this is a long process. I'm like, yeah, hopefully, if you're lucky, it is a long process that you get to be in this body. So uh, you're like, absolutely right. It is a lifelong process. And what is body peace? I kind of want to start with like what it isn't. So what it isn't is, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ate that. What it isn't is what's the diet I'm going to start tomorrow. What it isn't is I can't wear that because it shows my arms or I need to hide in the back of the photograph. What it isn't is I feel so bad about myself all the time, right? That's what I would call the body war, right? What's the next diet? What's the next plan? What's the next management model that I'm going to take when it comes to my body and how I eat? So that war ends up leaving us feeling, frankly, like crap. You know, we just feel bad about ourselves. And the way I think of it is like, it's like a, we're like in this boat of life. And it's like, it constantly has this like hissing leak, like of like shame and self-blame and just feeling bad about ourselves. And that's what the cost of being at war with our body is. It always makes us feel less than. We walk into a room, women do this all the time, and they look around, they do the compare and despair thing. Oh, this person's got this kind of body or this kind of clothes or this kind of marriage or this kind of house, right? The compare and despair. And then they end up feeling bad about themselves, right? That's the war. So what's body peace? Body peace is the antithesis. Body peace is 
this is a good place to live in my own skin. I one of my favorite sayings. It's actually a, a friend. I grew up in Montreal and there's a French saying, je me sens bien dans ma peau. I feel good in my skin. And I would hear that growing up and be like, no, I so don't. I don't even know what the heck they're talking about. Like, how is that even possible that you're allowed to feel good in your skin? But that's what being on the body peace path does. It lets us feel at home. Like this is a good place to live. It lets us have an authentic, caring, compassionate, supportive, respectful relationship with our body instead of that warring relationship. Mm, I love that. So, so I'm imagining that when women become more at peace with their bodies, that they're making other better self-care decisions too. Cause right. Is that how, is that what happens? <laughs> well, that is, it's so beautiful that you say that because that's exactly when we are in that compassionate and this comes from compassion research, Kristen Neff, Christopher Grammer, they've done a huge body of, of research around self-compassion and their work demonstrates that the kinder we are with ourselves, the more we have that peace relationship with ourselves, the more it impacts how we treat ourselves, right? Often, and we've been trained this way by our diet culture, is if we feel bad about ourselves, then we'll do something. We'll manage our body. We'll get on the plan. We'll stick to it. We'll have more willpower. But actually, it's the antithesis that's correct, which is the more we create this body peace relationship, the more we take steps and take actions and adopt behaviors that are supportive and nourish us deeply. I just had this kind of funny picture in my mind. Um, I was thinking about how I put my cat on a diet and she gained weight. And my comment was, she's like a person, you know, it's like that diet, that diet mentality is bad for animals too. <laughs> well, what happens is our body, when we start starving our body, right? There's this mental, and I hear it all the time from my clients, right? This, well, I ate a full big meal. I felt a little too full, maybe even, or I had a binge, right? And then, so the next day I'm like, no, 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 no food for me. I don't deserve food. I should cut down. I should restrict. Well, our body goes, what you're restricting. Oh, are we on a desert Island now? I better slow down my metabolism. I better slow down my calorie burning. And we do, we hold on to weight. It's often, you know, and a bit to my client's surprise, but one of the first things we often say is like, are you eating three times a day? Are you having snacks? They're like, no, 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 no. I'm not hungry until lunch. And then I try to have a really little dinner because I'm trying to lose weight. I'm like, let's back this up, right? We're human beings. We need support. We need nourishment. The more we feel supported and nourished, the more our body flourishes, the more our mind flourishes, the more our mental health feels stable, right? The more our relationships feel good and positive, right? So the more that we can be in that allyship, partnership, positive relationship with ourselves, the more it impacts every part of our life. Mm, I love that. I have a good friend who's a psychologist and she um, made the comment to me that every single eating disordered client she's ever worked with has the core underlying belief that they weren't loved enough. Mm. Mm. 
It's so painful. That sense of unworthiness becomes so core and then it becomes um, amplified by a culture that judges us for the size of our body and our appearance, right? And the, the acceptability window of beauty in our culture is so tiny, right? So part of our work is how do we include ourselves in our definition of beauty, in our definition of worthiness, right? In our definition of allowing ourselves to feel good in our own body, that that's, we deserve that Mm. to feel good in our body. I love that. I love that. So when people come to you, are they like in a mess? Like, oh my gosh, I hate myself. Or are they, you know, they've done some work and they realize that there's kind of something missing there, or is it somewhere in between? Like what's the starting point? (laughs) Right. It's sort of all and, and more, right? (laughs) Some women come to me, many of them, I, I happen to be very fortunate and work with really smart, capable women that often say, I don't, I don't get it. Like every other part of my life, I got this together, but this food and body thing feels like this unsolvable puzzle. And often these women could literally write their own books on nutrition, right? They've done every diet, they've done every program, they have all the books, they've done the research. So there's a sense of I've tried, right? I've tried and I've tried. Why am I still in this war? Why am I feeling bad about myself? And now in my, you know, late 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, I'm starting to worry about the impact the the health impact on my body, right? So there's often some fear in there. You know, what about my blood pressure? What about diabetes? What about, so that that, there's a sense of urgency of, I wanna change this relationship so that I feel truly like I I am supporting myself in the way that I know how, but that, but that I'm actually putting into action more than just information right? So it becomes a way of being embodied in a positive way, right? And then I have women who are in their late 60s and 70s, and even women in their 80s who have come to me and said, I just don't want to die hating my body. I am done. I am done hating my body. I just don't know another way. So poignant, right? Wow. Wow. You know, I five, I guess it's almost six years now. um, I had a near death experience. I um, was on vacation with my husband and son, and I just thought I had a cold for eight weeks and um, thought I was getting better. And then I just woke my husband up and told him I couldn't breathe. And then 12 hours later, I you know, it felt like it was seconds, but I woke up and I was on a ventilator. Wow. Yeah. And what had happened is I had a virus that attacked the lining of my heart. So my heart failed and then my lungs filled up with fluid. And so, you know, here I was never, you know, 47 years old, never having been on any medication. And I left ICU with 16 medications. They didn't know what to do. And they told me that I might need a heart transplant. And they said that the 90 day marker would be, they would know where I was at in 90 days. Well, you know, imagine just the shock of all of that. I mean, I left the hospital with a life vest and, um, 
And when I got home, I had a couple days where I was just terrified. I would go to sleep at night and wonder if I was going to wake up the next morning. And then I just was like, I am not going to live like this. I don't care if I have a week, if I have two weeks, if I have a year, if I have five years, I'm living the, my absolute best life. And mm-hmm. like within 10, 10 days after I got home, I went to a Motley Crue concert with my life best <laughs> on, you know, because I haven't yeah, planned yet. <laughs> and security had a blast with the life best. They'd never yeah, seen I one bet. before. <laughs> but, but um, you know, three weeks after that, my heart spontaneously healed. And, you know, so they called it a spontaneous remission. I call it a miracle, but I also feel like had it not healed, I had made that decision that I, you know, it it was sort of like, I've always been an evolved person, but it took it to the next level. Like I felt like I kind of came back from going to the other side with some angel dust on Mm. and really you have that. I don't want to spend another minute being irritated by small stuff or being focused on things that are so unimportant. And so I can, even though I'm not 70 or 80, but I can relate to that feeling of, I just want to shed anything that's been in my way or anything that I've let block myself from whatever it is that I want to do. So it's so powerful what you're saying, right? It's this claiming your life fully and also that you knew that there was another way, right? You didn't have to live in the fear. And I find that the women that I work with often, sometimes it takes them a while to realize, wait, I don't have to be on the diet cycle. I don't have to live in body management all the time because our culture says you should feel bad about your body. And we have products to help you not feel bad about your, your body. And here, we'll sell you that product, even though the statistics are alarming, 95% of people who go on diets will gain their weight back, if not more weight, within two to five years. So we have a $72 billion, billion in di- dollar industry that's selling us diets, that's telling us something's wrong with us. But nobody or few people saying, wait, no, you can have this other reality, which is that you actually feel good about yourself without being in this restrictive pattern that actually has no success rate, right? A little bit like you're saying after surgery, saying like, wait a second, there's another option for me here. I can reclaim my own life, reclaim my energy, reclaim my power, right? Reclaim all the ways of living that I want. And I often see women in the prison of body shame and in the prison of body hate and in the prison of the loop of the next diet. And it's so painful. Mm. I've been there. I get it. It's not like, like objectively painful. Like I have been there. I've lived that. Yeah. And me too. And, you know, relatives and my daughters. I mean, I, I don't know as, I don't think I know a single woman who hasn't had some experience with that. So, so if, what is something that people can just start doing right away? Because I know it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight and it's work and you, you know, you have to do the work, but what is, you know, like, let's give people some hope. Like what can they start doing right now today to start feeling more body peace? Yeah. So one of the first things, right, most change starts with awareness is noticing the relationship you currently have with your body. 
how is that relationship? How's it going? How do you talk to each other? How do you treat each other? Right? Do you talk to each other? Are you there with your fingers in your ears going, la, 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 I can't hear the fact that I need to pee, right? I'll pee later, right? Or we're completely ignoring even the most basic way that our body communicates, right? So first, just notice, how's this relationship going? As though you walked into a therapist's office with a partner and they said, hey, how's your relationship going, right? You'd be like, yeah, you know, most of the time we're fighting or, you know, ask yourself, how's this relationship going, right? Notice, are you talking? Are you listening? Are you trusting each other? right? Be in the paradigm that this is a relationship you're having with your body. Then whatever is going on there, try this one, one very simple, but so, so, so powerful technique. Say, hello, body. It starts a conversation. Hello, body. Because that's what we want. A body piece is a relationship. It's a type of relationship with your body, right? It's not body hate. It's not body shame. It's not body management, which is dieting and control, right? It's not la-di-da, like super body positive all the time. No, that feels a little aspirational to most people. It's just being in a relationship that feels legit, that feels authentic, right? So start the relationship. Start the relationship. Hello, body. The way you'd walk up to somebody. Hey, hi, Sherry. How are you doing? Right? We walk up to our body. Hey, body. But first, before that hello, you are in a relationship with your body. It is the most important relationship of your life, and it impacts every other relationship that you have. It is worth investing in in your body relationship. Wow, that's so powerful and simple, but yet I could just feel like I've never thought about it that way, but I could just feel the power in it because I was kind of internally saying, hello, body. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, and it felt good. It felt good. And I, I can relate, like, you know, I think I'm pretty self-aware, but I've had times like just a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a really productive day. And so I wasn't paying attention to anything about my body. And I was on this healing circle call and I was actually found myself in trouble. And I realized, oh my gosh, it's, you know, dry and hot in Colorado. Um, When is the last time I had water? And I actually had to text my daughter. I was like, bring me up some water, a whole pitcher of water, because I could, like, I was physically in trouble, but it took until that point in that day for me to notice that. And then, you know, that was again, awareness of, okay, I need to do better. I mostly do better, but this is not acceptable. Like (laughs) to put yourself in kind of a little panicky crisis because you're so dehydrated. (laughs) But that's so powerful, like that body listening, developing that skill. And it is a skill to learn how to listen to our body. It's one of the core. I have a program called the Body Peace Seekers. And it's one of the core curriculums in Body Peace Seekers is body listening, right? Body awareness, that relationship with our body. How do we be in our body where we're in that supportive, connected ally relationship? 
Mm, I love that. So I, I feel like I'm saying I love that to everything that you say, but there's you know, what's not to love. <laughs> well, it's time. It's not a message we're hearing, right? It's not a message we're hearing everywhere. Mostly what we're hearing is manage your body, right? And this is have a relationship with your body so that you can be in partnership and support your body long-term. This isn't a quick fix. This is a, this is a relationship that lasts a lifetime right? We don't get to just jump out of our body, right? Unless we're dead. So it'd be nice if we could have a good long-term relationship. That's what we're about. Mm. A good long-term relationship with your body. Mm. So how can, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? So really, um, Facebook is a great place. I'm there at Nina Mandelson. I have a wonderful group of a community of women at the Nourished Woman Nation. It's our own group. Um, my website, Nina Mandelson, Mandelson.com, Instagram, Nina Mandelson. I'm on TikTok as Nina Mandelson. You can email me, Nina at Nina Mandelson.com. Um, and there's a wonderful um, free book, How to Be a Woman at Peace in Your Body. Um, on my website. And, um, and if you just feel like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to start this journey, but I know I'm desperate for body peace, email me. You know, I'm around, I'm available, find me. Um, and, and you deserve it. Everybody deserves to feel at home in their body. Mm-hmm. So I just appreciate your message so much. It's so, I think you're on point with saying it's so rare. And I'm sure that every interview you've been on, you've probably, you know, maybe run into surprise because it's such a different message um, for people to be hearing. And it's so important. So I just, you know, I want your message to just go, I know it's already global, but even, you know, every, every, it should be taught in elementary school, you know, really. And, and in every parenting you know, when you're pregnant, you should be taught that so that you raise children who have body peace. But um, so I think that would just be fantastic. So uh, before we leave here today, what is the one or two things that you think you want people to leave here with of just like being empowered? Yeah, I I really just want to highlight and underline the two points I made before you are in a relationship with your body. This is the most important relationship. It is worth turning your attention to the most sacred human being that can be your biggest ally. That's your body. And the way to start the relationship is really start the conversation. Hello, body. And then listen, pause. Don't tell her what to do. Don't tell her how to be. Don't tell her what she should or shouldn't eat. Just say, hello, I'm here. I am with you and I want to heal this relationship. Powerful, powerful. Thank you so much. And I want to thank all of our listeners and remind you to visit sherrykhoff.com and also make sure to visit ninamandelson.com and partake of her fabulous information. I know you won't regret it. So thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day, evening, afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. 